We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You don't have your three top scores yet you get three guys with 30. What impressed you most about the effort tonight? Mitchell. <laughs> Mitch had a monster game, so I'd say... It started with that. The rebounding in Mitchell just was unbelievable, and then the, you know, Quick and in, in uh, Quentin. That's probably Quentin's best game, and then uh, no Obi, terrific as well. But the way the ball moved, 138 points, 33 assists. Uh, so really, really strong play. And, uh, and the thing I love about Josh is you know the the rebounding the playmaking and then you know you look at his points and then you look at his plus minus and it's just incredible and it's like that every game so what he brings to the team it's hard to measure but it's invaluable to us chris carter what's going on chris clyde said on the broadcast that the pacers typically hang in games until the final three minutes and what do you know yeah they do because they're like they're good they're a good team they're well coached carl has a good coach they look at players um, you know, they know what they want to do. Like, yeah, they're really good. Thanks, Chris. SB Gorilla. You are right. The future is very bright, but there's no way OB should stay in Nick if Julius Randle is here. He needs to play 32 points on 18 shots. Great game. Grimes, Quick, and Mitch. That's a nice starting lineup. Let's get, uh, let's get two more. Let's go New York. Yeah, I mean, look, the marketplace is undefeated. Um, so we will, like, if if someone, and like you could have said this last all season, you say it at the trade deadline, say it this upcoming summer. Someone has to look at Obi Toppin and say, I'm going to make a bet on that guy because the Knicks aren't going to give him away. They're not going to give him, like, you know, they could have gotten a couple second round picks this trade deadline. And they didn't want him. So, and good thing they didn't want him. Thanks, SB. Appreciate it. Jay Boogie. What's going on, Jay Boogie? Can we talk basketball all day as we do? Or we can talk basketball all day as we do. But I just wanted to let it be known that you deserve major flowers for the work that you provide every season. Thank you, my brother. Blessings, health, and happiness. That was really nice, Jay Boogie. Thank you. Um, I am fortunate to be able to do what I do. I appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, and I'm, I'm 
I'm, I just hope people will keep listening to me so I can keep doing this. That's the only request I have. Uh, Robert Cross with another one. Legend of GMAC. Can we get an emergency live stream on the eve of the Knicks Cavs series? What? Why does? What is with him at the emergency live stream? So again, Robert, an emergency live stream is not something you plan. It's prompt. It's an instant in the moment emergency live stream. So if you're asking us to do a live stream on the eve of the Cavs series, we could a pre-planned one. Um, what I will say, we have planned out uh, the preview week, we should say. Um, we have something, we have. We have something have. every day of next week. Um, so there will be a live stream. It won't be Friday, but there will be one this week. Check back with us Sunday when we finalized it after the official last moment of the regular season when we're here on Sunday, when, when we here on Sunday uh, talking about the, the end of the regular season and uh, hopefully getting off in time so John can cut his Easter dinner reservations. We will be off in time because otherwise... <laughs> Listen, I may or may not also have some Easter obligations. Shout yeah. out Pastor Claudio's Obihive. Um, yeah. So we both might be in the same boat there. Point is, we're finalizing the content schedule for next week. We'll make sure you all know it ahead of time so you can look forward to it. A lot of cool stuff. A lot of friends of the pod coming on to talk about the the um, the the series against the Cavs. Uh, there's also some crossover stuff we're doing with the Chase Down guys, which should be fun. So, stay tuned, Robert. Nothing emergency, but yes, something will be live. I agree. Lunas and Marat. I don't know what they do with Obi Man. He's so good with minutes, but as long as Jules is here, I don't know. Guess these games help his trade value, but God, whoever gets him is buying low. Again, I, I hate to keep going back to the same point. The marketplace is undefeated. If if Obi's value, if if the league looks at this and sees a guy who is a guy who could be a serious difference maker, you're not going to have the problem that you're saying that whoever gets him is buying low because again, there are situations where guys don't show they they don't show what they're what they're capable of in a given stop and then a a team will acquire them they will buy low and because they are betting on the talent or they're betting on the character or they're betting on the college film or whatever the hell they're betting on i don't know and then that player will will blow up with increased opportunity that is not the situation here the situation here is everybody has tape of what Obi Toppin can do and what Obi Toppin looks like, but he's given a lot of minutes. So if what you're, if like, this is what I, this is what my pushback always is. The notion that like, you know, the, the, if his value is this, that what it seems like is being talked about, then there's going to be a, like something of a bidding war for him this summer. Because if a team, if there are going to be multiple teams that want him, and if one of those teams offers X and X is very low, then team, you know, the second team will offer Y and Y will be higher. And then the Knicks could go to to, the third team and say, okay, we have offered X and offer Y. Are you willing to offer Z? And then it goes on and on from there. That's like, you know, so if the opportunities are to do that, and they get a good enough offer, they'll 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 do that. But I, that was not the case at the trade deadline. 
for sure. I can promise you that. And everybody had the tape of Obi Toppin finishing last year. So why do we think that Obi Toppin finishing this year in this way is going to make that big of a difference? That's my pushback. That's always been my pushback. JM, what's going on, Jay? Is Quentin Grimes playing his way into a trade this offseason? Quickly seems like he's untouchable and he feels like other and feels like other teams will push for Grimes over RJ after this. Well, they have to be willing to trade him. Um, I mean, by pushing his way into a trade, has he elevated his game to the point where a team that is deciding to trade a superstar player is going to look at Grimes and being like, that's the prize. That's our main prize. You know, like, you know, to throw an absurd example out there, like Scotty Barnes was discussed last summer in the, in the Kevin Durant context. Right. Uh, No, I don't, I don't think Grimes has elevated himself (laughs) to, to quite that level, but I mean, he's, he's made himself, I mean, a really intriguing piece and looking around the league at teams that, um, you know, have star talent that they may wind up trading. Yeah. I think there's an argument that Grimes has elevated himself ahead of certain players, you know, like we were talking about like, like Portland, right. Has Anthony Simons. Are they, are they ever going to put Anthony Simons on the table? Anthony Simons is an ungodly gifted offensive player. He's a very poor defender and he's probably not a point guard. You know, um, I don't know if you're a team, would you rather have Anthony Simons or Quentin Grimes? No, that, I don't know. Is that a ridiculous statement? I don't think it's ridiculous. James Lee. What's going on, James? RJ's absence. It says a lot about him without him. I wasn't even thinking about that tonight. To me, it's funny and it's crazy because I'm the one who defends Randall. I was more watching tonight and be like, huh? No Randall tonight, huh? Um, I didn't even think about RJ not being there. But like, I don't know. They like, again, it, like, what do you read into this? This was not even a, this was a, a YMCA game. Like, would RJ being in there kind of like, slow the pace and maybe the ball doesn't whiz around as much. Sure. You know what I didn't check? I know what I wanted to check. How many assists did they have tonight? The Knicks tonight had Jesus Christ. Now, granted, they scored 138 points and they made 52 field goals, but still they had 34 assists, which I believe is either they tied their season high or it is their second highest total of the season. That's really good. Four players in their starting lineup had five or more assists. Grimes had five, quickly had nine, Hart had seven, Toppin had six. Whew. Man, they do share the ball. Um, Brian with another one. Dear basketball gods, I'm 36 and I have loved this season more than any this century. God bless you. Me too. Uh, please don't let it boil down to how long does Tibbs ride an ice cold Julius Randle while he hoists up his usual diet of tough shots. Come on, Brian. Like Again, I, I don't mean to, to be a, a stickler here, but what makes you think that that would happen? He's been incredible this year and I understand he was incredible two years ago. One, he was not nearly as incredible in terms of efficiency as this year. He's much more efficient this year. 
Two, his shot diet is a lot better. He took out a lot of those unsustainable long twos and he's turned them into threes and shots closer to the rim. And three, and most importantly, this team has Jalen Brunson now. They didn't have Jalen Brunson two years ago. So the notion that we're going to get possessions where Jalen, like, why that hasn't been a problem this year. And do you know why it hasn't been a problem? Because Jalen Brunson's on the team and Jalen Brunson is the point guard. Like, have we flirted with bad Julius? Absolutely, we flirt, flirted with bad Julius. But the notion that he's going to turn into like the Titanic, I mean, again, the guy, the guy's been all NBA, an all NBA level player this year. Come on. Frank Miranda, what's going on, Frank? What's up, Mac? It's your boy Frank from Patreon. Please let's not get it twisted. Obi's game is cute, but you need half court players that can win one on one in the playoffs, and that is Randall. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. Don't be sorry, Frank. It's it's just it's real talk. Um uh, you know, it's not to say that that there are not transition opportunities in the playoffs. There can be transition opportunities, but teams bear down. They know what you want to do. You know what that they know that what you want to do. And that's why like playoff series that go the distance boil down to <laughs> who's making more shots and who's executing. Like those are the best playoff series. I mean, well, I don't know. Are they the best playoff series? Um, I have a feeling that's what this playoff series is going to come down to. You know? So I'm, I'm more with you, Frank. Uh, Josh, so focused. What's going on, Josh? How you doing? It's been a minute. It's been a minute. John, crying because I bet the Knicks plus 11 and Matherin threw up that meaningless three to end the game. Oh, man. I'm sorry. I didn't even realize. I didn't even know what the line was. I didn't pay attention to it. Hey, that sucks, though. Ooh, sorry. Drop my phone. Uh, Josso focused with another one. Per Randall, I've said all year, any final positive evaluations from me will come after seeing his end-of-season play and playoffs. He failed the end-of-season evaluation. Well, again, it was a couple of games, though. So, really, we're doing this a couple of games. Let's see how he does in the playoffs. And by the way, if he's not in the playoffs for a certain amount of time and they look good, that counts. That counts. But we're not there yet. This was not a playoff game tonight. Uh, ja, I think we've, we've got some more from Ja. Uh, oh, wait, no. First, it's 007 Angelo. It's up to Julius Randle's ankle if he's available or not. Uh, I agree. Here's another one from Ja, so focused. Envision this. Randle is out for the first round, but Obi... Oh, this is exactly what I was just saying. Randall's out for the first round, but Obi fills in amazingly and helps the Knicks win the series. Randall returns and disappoints. What do you do? My Lord. Um, if that actually happened, <sighs> I mean, you do the same thing that they're probably going to do anyway, which is keep the phone lines open, right? Like, I, you know, they're, they're going to keep trying to get better. And as many people have said this year, Brunson, that's a different story. Brunson ain't going anywhere. Randall, I don't, they don't want to trade him. They're happy with him, but he's not untouchable. You know? Thanks, Ja. <clears throat> uh, trying to end positively. As you said, Randall has played amazingly for three-fourths of the season. If he returns to that in the playoffs, he should be a Nick for life. Yeah, I, I just I, I just really... 
I just really don't want to take for granted a guy who has been so good for a franchise that has not had many players this good. I, I understand this is, I'm sorry. This is also jo- so focused. Sorry. Um, Randall's been so good. That's all. I don't really have anything to say. Randall's been so freaking good. And we've had such crap here for so long. And, you know, he's been, and, and, and the other part of it is the two seasons that he's been really good. Those seasons have led to winning. That's what's important to me. Like, yeah, that, that's what's important to me. Sam Garcia's dad. Is it fair and reasonable to say that our future big three might be Jalen Brunson, Emmanuel Quickly, and Quentin Grimes? Don't be too quick to dismiss it. Uh, I'm going to be a little too quick to dismiss it because I don't believe there's enough shot creation there to win a championship. Um, that might be their future big three. I just don't know what the ceiling on that team is. And it's small. It's a small team. If those are your, if the, if your three best players are Jalen Brunson, Emmanuel Quickly, and Quentin Grimes, your team is small, and I think you need a little bit of size, more size there, somewhere. <coughs> Thank you, though, Ray. Um, Morpheus, what's going on, Morpheus? Twenty nine sixty nine. Not saying Obi's better. It doesn't have to be either or. Julius doesn't have to play thirty eight minutes. Yeah, I completely agree. And like, you know. And and this was the knock last year. It was certainly knock the knock in the beginning of this year, where it felt like there was more meat on the bone for Obi and, and good opportunities to do so. And yet, tied into all of this is like you have this very, you know, I don't want to call him mercurial. You have a player who is clearly, you know. <laughs> mentally at times is can be a little shaky and just trying to keep that guy on the straight and narrow and encouraged and feeling like, you know, you have full belief in him. It's a tough situation to navigate. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Haitian Ferg. What's going on? Haitian. Thanks for the shirt. Anytime, buddy. Uh, I ordered two more. You're the best. Um, I'm so hyped for this team. I can't wait to rock the Wii back. Y'all need to respect Randall. Obi ain't getting better. <laughs> or Obi ain't better. Obi might get better. But uh, Haitian says Obi ain't better. Let's go Knicks. Yeah. You, the, Haitian, when have we ever been on... What have we ever disagreed? I don't know. You're my, you're my burner. <laughs> Um, Dom, what's going on, Dom? Dom Cappuccini, how are you, my friend? Since you guys compared this game more to a um, YMCA open gym than a playoff atmosphere, should I be more concerned about the free throw consistency than the defensive intensity? I did like the intensity in the last three games. I, I don't pay any attention. No, that's not true. I was watching it and I was like, and we were doing the playback and I was like calling it out. Like that's a crappy closeout. That's a crappy closeout. That's a crappy closeout. And yet it's like, it was playground style. So like, you can't hate on it. I just see that to me is more the habits that I worry about going into the the playoffs. As far as the free throw stuff, like I I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to do with the free throw stuff. They need to be better. But I don't think that has anything to do with this game. Uh, James Minkin, trade RJ and put Obi at the three. Uh, I'm not sure if that is the path to defensive glory. 
is what I will say. Uh, SB Gorilla with another one. Thank you, SB. I get your defense of Julius Randle. The fans just don't trust him. I completely agree. Uh, I don't. And I know you don't. Um, I'll get back to that in a second. Uh, the dude is an emotional cripple. Never know when he's going to fly off the hinge. Remember number... Remember, number eight picks get to play through mistakes. Um, 25 minutes per game. Yeah, Obi has not gotten to play as much as most picks. It may very well have stunted his development. I mean, nobody's arguing that he has had a fair opportunity here. He has not. He he hasn't. I'm not disagreeing with that. As far as whether I trust Randall, I... Uh, no, I, I don't trust him completely, but I'm also not out on him by any stretch. And I am willing to wholeheartedly welcome him back when he's back from injury because he's earned it and he deserves it. You know, I have my fears. I do have my fears, but I've said it. I said it whatever it was a month ago. He's our guy. And I stand by that. I stand by that. Aiden Freed. Could we have another seven game winning streak this year? We're at, uh, we're at five now, actually. I looked it up. I meant to, I was included this in the newsletter. I had to take it out because the newsletter was too long. I think two days ago, but they have, this is their, uh, actually their third or fourth, excuse me, fourth winning streak of at least four games this year. The previous, I think four years or Five years combined, they've had that many four game winning streaks. I think it was the previous five years combined. So, yeah, they had one four game winning streak last year. And then the year before that, they had the nine game winning streak, but nothing else longer than three games. Uh, Jesse with another one. Homegrown players always capture the love of fans referring to Obi. Yeah, they do. Which is what makes conversations so difficult about about him and about Randall, because he's not homegrown. For over 30 years, the law offices of Weiss and Rosenblum in New York City has been home to a team of award-winning, hard-hitting injury attorneys who have a long track record of seven-figure results. Whether you've been injured in a car accident, fall, construction accident, or other traumatic event, Weiss and Rosenblum will work tirelessly to maximize the award, regardless of the severity of your injury, and get you and your family the fair and just compensation you deserve. Call Weiss and Rosenblum today at 212-366-6100. Again, that's 212-366-6100 or visit weissandrosenbloom.com for more information. No case is too big or too small. Personal attention to your matter is a priority. Once more, call 212-366-6100. Previous results do not guarantee future outcomes. If you think you might have a case, speak with a veteran attorney, not a rookie. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, Knicks fans? Power up for springtime with Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Get nutritious, chef-prepared meals delivered straight to your door, leaving you time and energy to tackle everything on your to-do list. Get Factor and not only skip the trip to the grocery store, but skip the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up, too. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy. No matter what your lifestyle, Factor has the meals to help you live it to the fullest, with keto, calorie-smart, vegan veggie, and protein-plus meals on the menu each week. Prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians, each meal has all the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long. With 34 chef-prepared, dietitian-approved weekly options, there's always something new to try. Plus, you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of more than 36 quick bites, smoothies, juices, and more satisfying add-ons. Looking to cut back on takeout? Get Factor instead. Not only is Factor cheaper, but meals are ready quicker than restaurants delivery. Just two minutes. Also, eating vegan or veggie is a snap with Factor. Each meal has all the ingredients you want and nothing you don't. And if you're looking to mix it up, you can add a protein to your vegan and veggie meals each week. Get Factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Simply choose and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. Don't hesitate. Head to factormeals.com slash filmschool50 and use the code filmschool50 to get 50% off your first buy. Again, that's factormeals.com slash filmschool50 to get 50% off your first box. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Profit Nicks TV. I would trade Randall for Macau Bridges or Jeremy Grant. That makes us a contender. Um, Macau Bridges, yes. I, I'm, I'll praise Randall up and down. Would I trade Randall for Macau Bridges in a freaking heartbeat? I think Macau Bridges is about to have a very, very special run as an NBA player for several years and um, two-way player. That's the difference. He's an, he's an elite defensive player and he's a wing, you know, so he's just an easier fit. You, 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 you can play that dude at the two, you can play that dude at the four. Um, just so versatile and uh, just scratching the surface of his talent. Also under a great contract, by the way, as is Randall, Jeremy Grant. I'm not with you on that. I'll, 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 I'll take, I'll take Randall over Jeremy Grant. Pretty, pretty comfortably busy with another one. What's going on? Busy. We are the fifth seed. Isn't it time to start thinking about building a contender? Of course it is. Uh, you admitted Randall isn't the guy. So why is it that far out to call for a trade of Randall? 
Well, we're at it. Trade number nine. Um, why do we... Well, no, hold on. I admitted Randall isn't the guy. I think you may be misinterpreting something. If I said something that implied that I did not think Randall could be a part of a contending team, I did not mean to imply that. Do I think Randall could be a number one on a contending team? No, I don't think so. Um, but he could be a part of a contending team. I do think that there are fit issues. It, certainly. To say nothing of the sorts of questions that have come up on this, you know, recently. But he could be like, you, you don't. And again, I, I don't think I've ever said like, you know, Randall's untouchable, but the, you, if you're going to trade him, you have to be trading him to make your team better. The days of like the ham sandwich time is over. There's no more ham sandwich time. It is. If you're trading Julius Randall, you better, you better be getting back something really good. You know, that's it. That's all there is to it. Um, and now another one for busy IQ Quentin Grimes and Obi higher IQ natural ball players. We jokingly talked about, we jokingly talked all year about RJ and Julius Randall's processing speeds. You know, who we never say those things about the other three guys ball moves freely and they cut. Uh, yeah, yes. The offense is faster. They move freely. They, they, as I, I just read off the assist total a minute ago, 34 assists tonight. One one day after they had thirty one assists, I'm I know for a fact that is the best back to back assist totals they've had all year. Now they are playing two tanking teams. It must be said. Um, and like you could move around a whole lot, and it's not it may not lead to any points if you're playing a really good defense that cares about what they're what, like winning the game. You're not wrong. You know, <clears throat> Randall does not, this isn't his style of ball. And I also agree with you. This is a much more appealing style of ball. I just don't know if it translates as seamlessly against high quality opposition. Uh, Swaggy OG. What's going, what's going on in New York? <laughs> what's going on in New York? I can't do a Winthorpe impersonation. Uh, John. Child Kraut? Shield Kraut? <laughs> New KFS supporter. Much respect. Thank you. Appreciate it, John. Uh, I noticed Mitch played with extra fire and desire tonight. The chances he was inspired by Fred Katz's Pulitzer Prize winning are worthy. Uh, D train expose. Uh, let's freaking go, Knicks. I can't wait for Cleveland. Uh, me and you both. Um, I don't know, man. I think I just think he liked getting the ball. I think Mitch liked getting the ball tonight. You know, you, you gotta feed the you gotta feed the beast. Gotta feed the beast. And good job by them that they did that tonight. Jacob Sklar, what's going on, Jacob? Went to the game tonight. First time seeing this team in person this year. Quickly is freaking sick. I love it. Thank you, Jacob. Glad you had a good time at the game. Thanks for chiming in. Um, Adam K, is it possible to lock this team up for the next five years? I'll say it again. I don't know if it's completely rational, but if you told me this is the team that I was going to get to watch for the next five seasons, I would sign up for it right now. 
Are we winning a championship? <laughs> Almost certainly not. But I, it's it's a great squad. It's a great squad, and it's good. It's a good team. Sam Roth, what's going on, Sam? Hey, KFS. Thank you for a great season. I was at the game tonight. Huge turnout. When was the last time three Knicks scored 30 in a game? Let's keep this momentum in the playoffs. So it was in the late 70s. Uh, the it's I think Popper tweeted it out. I'll go look for it again. I believe it was in the 78-79 season. Uh, and it you was, are correct. It was 1979. 1979. And the three mm-hmm. players were Earl Monroe, um, Ray Williams, and um, Toby Knight. There you go. That's actual trivia, by the way, Robert Cross. That's an inside joke from the playback. He kept saying, he actually teased us with like, let's do playback uh, trivia at halftime. And then he asked us at halftime, um, who's the worst Knicks draft pick ever? And it's like, that's a discussion question. There's no, there's no trivia to it. And he's like, all right, here's another trivia question. Um, Would you, do you guys think the Knicks will be fine without Randall in the first round? It's like, Again, not a trivia question. So he doesn't. He doesn't. That little, actually was a trivia question. Everybody, he's, he's a little slow on the uptake. Uh, 007 Angelo Mac, off the top of your head. Oh, this is. I'm already frightened to read the rest of this. Who would the guy be? Oh, like the man. Who, who am I trading for? What star am I trading for? Joel Embiid. Today, tomorrow, always. Joel Embiid. Uh, Sam Garcia's dad. How times have changed. Are there any other candidates for the NBA executive of the year besides Leon and the Cavs GM? Um, who are the top candidates for for this year? I was just looking at Brooklyn would be a funny give it give it to Sean Marks. So um, it's funny you say Brooklyn. I don't think Sean Marks is going to win. What's going to be really annoying is when Marks gets more votes than Leon Rose because of the no, tampering investigation. No, 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 no. I'm telling you. I'm just telling you. The fact that Leon is a, it's a media voter award. Who does Leon Rose not talk to? I'm I'm just that's just what's going to annoy me. I'm not saying it's going to be right. I'm just predicting the future. So um, Sacramento has a case. I was about to say you literally took the words out of my Sorry. mouth. Pretend it's, I didn't say that. John, who do you think has a case? Well, no, it's tricky because the Sabonis Halliburton trade, which was a trade that there are still people who even as Sacramento has been great this year. There are still people who think that that was a bad trade. Um, that happened last season, mm-hmm. you know. And like, what did he do since the summer? He, he traded for Herder, and they drafted. You know Keegan Murray. Yeah, sign Malik Monk hired Mike Brown. Right. Like, sign sign Malik Monk hired Malik. Or, or, yeah. yeah, sign Mike Brown hired Malik Monk. Those are true. Um, I cannot believe you know I'm who I give it. Oh, okay, go ahead, go ahead. Who do you got? I don't think of the same person. Oh no, yeah. not Utah. Oh, who? that is that is like a fair uh, question, a fair fair response, a fair idea. Um, I was thinking Presti. Um. Yeah, but again, like what like he didn't really make a whole lot of moves. The thing with Utah is like you what look at what you got when you detonated your team. You got an dude, Laurie Markin might make an all Laurie Markinen might make an all NBA team. Can you give executive of the year to a guy whose team won 36, 38 games? I don't think you could give him the award. I say that and I just suggested Presty, so fair. I'll be honest, Leon should be. I gotta like, tell you, Leon should be. Pretty, not gonna lie, he really should be up there. Yeah. It's just also we understand, we understand how the voting works. 
you know? With yeah. everything that they have to deal with in New York as a part of who they work for, the fact that they've been I, able to navigate all that, may yeah. end up with the 11th pick in the draft, the 12th pick in the draft, and the five seed, and all these assets, and like rehabilitated Randall, and got Brunson in here. Yeah, no. You're, and with... They did. Like, uh, the, with two back-to-back 25 picks in the draft, we're able to turn them into key rotation pieces. But again, how much how much credit do you give to, to those things that happened years ago? It's it's a tough it's a tough award to wrap your mind around. Not um, firing Tibbs is another move that Leon Rose did. Like choosing to ride the storm and whatever influence you believe he had on changing the rotation, you know. Right. So yeah, so, right, three more. Great. Uh, Jostle focused. I wish I had the faith in Julius Randle that you do, Mac. He walked on water two seasons ago when we ignored the ne- negativity going into the offseason. I hope you're right about this year. Um, I hope so, too. Um, I just... He's earned it. He's earned it. That's all it is. He's earned it. And, well, could is there a chance that I'll be proven wrong for maintaining faith? Absolutely. 100%. I'm not I'm not doing it right now. It's two different arguments. It's two different arguments. It's not we think he's going to be great in the postseason. It's the way he's played this year. He's earned the right to prove whether he can play in the postseason or not. That's the correct way to put it. Please, everybody. Obi had a great night in the Saturday morning LA fitness game in Indiana. Okay. This was awesome. I loved, I loved watching him getting out in transition. Shoot so threes willy-nilly with confidence. Right. They had three guys in the starting five take at least 12 threes. I loved it. It was awesome. Game didn't matter. Literally, in the standings. The Knicks won, they're still the five seed. If they had lost, they'd still be the five seed. If they win out, lose out, they're the five seed. This game did not matter. Um, please go rewatch. The Miami Heat game in Miami after um, Giancarlo said things were cute and the emotion well, that went up for that. The amount of tough shots the Knicks had to take against Butler and Bam that night. Um, Randall had 43 and the game winner. And this is the guy that we're like, because I agree, like if you can upgrade, yeah, that you do that with everything. You do that with every player. If, I'll be honest, if you can upgrade the Jalen Brunson spot, you got to do it. But I don't want to. Uh, he's our guy, and I thought I Julius had earned that credibility at this point. But no, I, you know what? I think that's here we are that's, again. That's the difference. Is like, can you upgrade Brunson? Yes. Does anybody want to? No. Can you upgrade Julius? Yes. Do people actually want to? Yes. Of course. Like that's the difference. Yes. I. Mm, sorry, I had to get that. I've been sitting here watching this all night, and it's like, no, I. I, I thought I, he earned the right to be like, all right. Now you get to decide what happens, your fate in the playoffs. And for everybody, it's like, well, he stumbled down the stretch because two games before the Orlando game wasn't the fifth highest scoring game in Knicks history. Third, third, whatever, third. Let's say even better, you know. Oh, Busy finally agrees with you on something. Me and you agree on something. Finally, Bridges is better than Randall. I don't know if he's better today. I don't know if he's better today, but I would trade Julius Randall for Mikael Bridges. Mikael Bridges is outstanding. He's averaging 27 on basically 50, 40, 90 since he's he is. I don't think he's the shot. I don't think he is the engine that Randall is right now. Oh, better right now is, I mean, it's subjective. What do you need him to do? Like, That's I don't know if the Knicks would ask. part of the, co- yes, massive part the of the same thing. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. Hold on, there's more. More have come in. Uh, JM Randall's end of game shot selection this year still keeps me up at night. Yeah, he should not. That's not his happy place. And we've established that. And it has largely been taken away from him. 
the LA game, Chicago game, even the Miami was a difficult corner three. Um, well, it wasn't a corner three, but yeah. Uh, and he should have lost the ball by all, by all accounts. Yeah, no, again, that's not his strong suit. Totally agree. Uh, Jesse M going to sweat through the Mavs bulls on Friday. Hashtag Mavs pick. What do we want in that? What? What do we want in that? What do you mean? What do you want? You want the Mavs? You want the the Mavs? So we want the Mavs to win out because I'm what I'm asking. Is there a way the Mavs can win out? Oh, is there a way the Mavs could still get like the 16th pick? Yes. Because they make the play in and then they make the play in and they win both. So I'm asking, is there a way they could win out, but still miss the play in? Yeah, of course, because the Thunder do the Thunder have, have the tiebreaker over them. So the Thunder have to win out. The Mavs have to win out. The Knicks end up with the eleventh pick. Well, so here's what it comes down to. So the so right now, Chicago, Dallas, and Oklahoma City all have all have the same record of thirty eight and forty two. Dallas play plays Chicago obviously on Friday. If Dallas wins that game and then wins its last game, which they will because it's against the San Antonio Spurs, they will obviously finish with a better record than the Chicago Bulls. The Chicago Bulls, however, are already guaranteed a play-in berth. If the Chicago Bulls, with their, in this scenario, 30, and I think they finished the, against a terrible team, so let's call it a 39-43 and 43 record. Um, if they win both play-in games and get in the playoffs, at that point, assuming the Mavs have not gotten ahead of the Thunder, put that aside for the moment, the Mavs will have the 10th spot in the lottery because the teams that will have been eliminated from the play in will have better records than them. And the Bulls will have maybe play offs. If the Bulls get into the play in with a worse record than the Mavs and can then get eliminated from the play in, then they go below the Mavs meaning closer to the number one pick in terms of lottery balls and the Mavs get to the 11th spot in terms of the, the number of ping pong balls, which is what we want. And then there's the Oklahoma city part of it, which is if Dallas wins out and Oklahoma city um, loses one more game, then Dallas will be the uh, 10th seed. And if you're wondering who Oklahoma city has left, they go to Utah and then they close against Memphis. So, which is why I've been saying, I think the Bulls are our best chance because they, there's a direct head to head matchup with Dallas and Chicago. And, um, and yeah, I just have a little bit more faith in OKC, even though they've lost, they've just been losing a ton of games. And apologies if I missed it. That game's in Dallas or in Chicago? No, you didn't miss it. I didn't say it. Uh, um, I think. It's, a, it's in Dallas. It's in Dallas. It is in Dallas. Yeah, they're la- they end the season with two home games in da- uh, at home against Chicago, and then on a back to back for the Spurs it, against the Spurs. It's right there for them. And oh again, and and that game, I don't know the current tiebreaker scenario between Chicago and Toronto, but I do know that Chicago cannot catch Atlanta, so Chicago is definitely relegated to the nine ten. And Toronto has Toronto has some tough games left. They have Philly, and then they finish with at Boston. Who the hell knows whether either of those games or either of those teams are going to be trying? Um, but let, let's just look up real quick the 
because this is going to influence how hard Chicago tries. Um, Toronto, Boston won't be weather. They're locked into two. Who is Boston? They're locked into two. The three up on the three up on Philly, three behind Milwaukee. So Chicago has the tiebreaker against Toronto. Oh wait, no, hold on. Sorry, two two regular season series. So then then it comes down. No, then it comes down to conference or division. First tiebreaker between non-division opponents. It's who wins their division is the tiebreaker. Well, neither of them is going to win their division. And it's conference and it's conference record. And a figure Chicago is 26 and 25 and Toronto is 25 and 25. (laughs) We are in the weeds on these, these standings. I think that I think the best case scenario right now is that the Mavs win out. You know what? And then OKC wins out. The bulls are going to be trying in that game. I think Friday. Yeah, because um, they they're gonna they could get the tiebreaker. Oh, because then they could host the playing game rather than yeah, because then they could yeah. host the playing game, and you yeah. never know. Philly, Boston, you know, maybe they I don't know, maybe they want to, maybe they try against yeah. Toronto. I think I think Chicago's gonna be trying in that game on Friday. Two more. Okay. Uh, Jocelyn Fergus agreed. He's earned the right. Just don't trust him. That's fair. That's, That's fair. fair. Totally fair. Completely. And then Anthony six though, game seven down three, Brunson is doubled. IQ is on the bench. Well, there's your first mistake. Quickly's not, quickly's not on the bench. Tibbs is screaming. The ball swings. Who do you want taking the shot? Hart, RJ, or Grimes? Hashtag Igudala. Um, who do I want taking that shot? That's a great question. I know where Anthony's coming with this. Where? Oh, I didn't see the Hart, RJ, or Grimes because. Anthony is the originator of the ride with Randall hashtag in oh. the chat. Basically be like, other than Randall, who are you going with? I got to tell you, man, Josh Hart, he hasn't missed the big three yet. He's been here. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and also, but also RJ has hit a lot of big threes. Yeah. Um, and yet I got to tell you, my gut instinct when I saw it was Grimes. So I'll go with Grimes. Grimes it is. All right. Oh, apparently I missed I missed one. Let me go back and get it. I apologize. Go Dude. for it. As the Lakers are currently on a 17 to 3 run. Oh, they're back in the game. To turn what was a 24-point tw- deficit into a 10-point deficit. Interesting. So what's the score right now? It is now 79-71. I believe right. you could make that a 19 to 3 run. Did we read this one already? No. Okay. GD Nation. The number one song on June 14th, 2018 was Post Malone's Psycho. It was probably playing at RJ's prom on his 18th birthday. That was like yesterday. This is basic. I think this is to say how young RJ is. Like, yeah, he is young. Yeah. And I and and development is not linear. What was the number one song on your 18th birthday, John? Do you did they have did they have music back like radio and stuff? Do you want to ask Siri like right now? Sure. Number one song. Oh, now I'm going to look it up. That's how I wrap up, everybody. Look at our number one songs on 18th birthday. Hold on. You can just Google What was my 18th number birthday? One. May 10th, 19... Uh, May, May 10th, 19... Or 2001. Siri, what was the number one song in the country on May 10th, 2001? <laughs> Sorry, I don't have charts for that date. This is really frustrating. How do I even do this? Billboard number one? 
I've got mine. I'll look yours up. Mine was Promiscuous by Nella Furtado in Timberland. That song came up a couple times on a on a playlist I had on in the car the other day. And it's um, May 10th. What? I thought you were May 9th, by the way. No. Oh, May 10th, 1930. What? Come on, I'm fucking with you. It's 2001, right? Oh, I, this is annoying. I don't. I don't like this song. It's all for you by Janet. Oh, Jackson. I like this song. Yeah, Janet. I, I don't like it. And the reason I don't like it is be, it was because it was a song that like was such an easy song to put on in a bar for many, many years. And so like I heard that song so many freaking times when I when I worked in bars and it's a song that just gets old eventually. So I don't I don't love all for you. See this is our age gap because I'm 13 this year and discovering the things I prefer in life. And you prefer Jen Jackson? I, at that age, yes. Absolutely. Uh, it's good, good preference. Yes. Indeed. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you everybody for tuning in uh, to another edition of the uh, Nick's Home School Post Game. Uh, don't forget, if you dig the show, leave us a five star rating, or uh, you know, you can write a, a little review if you are so inclined. We appreciate those; those help us out very much. Uh, we will be back for what do we got coming up the rest of the week? Casual Friday is the next big thing. I've got a pregame pod that I'm recording tomorrow for Friday. So we will be doing a pre and post game Pelicans. pod for the up. Pelicans game. John will be doing it from a different location. By the way, yes. the M- your Amazon thing got sent down there today. I should um, pack my microphone too. Yes, that would be a very good idea. Since I sent a mic stand down there, you should take a microphone down there. Um, so we've got plenty of content throughout the week. Study hall on Saturday at 2pm, but it obviously will wait until Friday to really plug that. Um, so at least until Friday's post game, um, plenty of content coming up on the feed like it's a normal week, even though these games still do not matter. Giddy up. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Peace out. Mother's Day is almost here. And you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.